everyone. Thank you for listening to the Bibleology Podcast with Chessa and Lori. Hey, friends. We love the Bible and want you to love it too. Everyone should feel comfortable asking questions about the Bible, and we want this to be a place to do just that. Join us as we lean into strange and hard-to-understand passages and grow in our knowledge of the Word of God. We hope that our discussions will encourage and empower you to open your Bible and start your own learning journey. So, let's ask the questions, explore the possibilities, but most importantly, let's get excited about the Bible. Are you ready? Hey guys, it's Lori, and today I am going solo. On today's podcast, I have the honor to talk with fitness expert Heidi Powell as she shares her incredible story. She talks about how the past year has been one of the hardest times of her life and discusses her newfound journey with God. It is incredible to watch someone experience God for the first time to discover his power, his goodness, and his faithfulness. And we can all learn and grow from each other's stories. I hope you learned something from Heidi's. She is new in her walk with God, and I hope we can all come together to just cover her in prayer. She embarks on one of the greatest journeys of her life. We did have a few technical difficulties during our conversation, so hang in there with us, but I know you are all going to enjoy her story. So here we go. Thank you to the Bibleology podcast. We Thank just you. started out. Um, so my, my friend Chessa is not able to make it, um, but nevertheless, we are so, so glad you were here. And I personally Aww. have been looking forward to this conversation. I've just followed your work for many years and just, I just love your fun down to earth Instagram account. And oh, I appreciate so that. Really fun. Yeah. So how do, are you? Do you hear that echo when I talk? I don't know. Do you okay. Hear okay. Good. No. I, I think no. I'm good now. I'm good now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. no. Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you so much. I'm. Yeah. I'm actually really happy to be here. It's been. Um. It's been. It's been a couple of months. I'll tell yeah. you that. It's been a. Yeah. I'm sure. <sighs> yes. So I just really quick. I just wanted to go. The premise of our podcast. We just want to get people to read their Bible and to know Jesus and. We want them to be able to ask the questions and have fun and just kind of grow in their love for God and reading his word. And we just feel like it's so important to know what it says, especially in today's world, and just to be able to be bold in their walk with him. And ultimately, we just want people to feel like relatable, understood and seen. And I believe our conversation today can really hit home to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So why I wanted to have you on is because over the past several months, you've been sharing on social media, some of your life changes, like what you've been going through and working through um, that has brought you closer or even back to God. So a few weeks ago, I heard you on a podcast with um, Craig, is it Siegel? Craig? Yeah. Yeah. And I just loved every minute of it. Oh, thank you so much. Yes. I feel like after listening to it, I have this sense of pride for you, because I know it takes a lot of courage to talk about God on a platform that's not Christian based. Yeah. So when I heard that episode, I thought, man, I would love to talk to her about her journey and her relationship with Jesus. So I am just so glad that you are here. And I just feel like I said, this conversation can just really help a lot of people heal. So yeah, thank you you. for coming on. Yeah, of Um, course. I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited. (laughs) So with that being said, if you could just tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself and the work that you do. My name is Heidi, obviously, and I am first a mother of four. Well, I'm first myself, right? But I I think my greatest role on this planet is being a mom of four kids and a friend to many. And um, I think the world might know me most from my time spent on a show called Extreme Weight Loss, where my ex-husband and I 
help people lose half their body weight over the course of a year. So we help them transform physically by first transforming, transforming um, inside, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, emo- it's mental, emotional, spiritual first. Um, and then once, if you attack it from an inside out approach, it becomes something where anything is doable. And we just kind of point that toward weight loss. So that's, I would say that's where I obviously got my start. Okay. Um, after the divorce with myself and Chris, I stayed in the transformation game, but I kind of geared more towards women and um, mm. helping them learn to love who they are and love themselves. That's what I'm, I, I, I will say that's what Heidi like 2.0 or 3.0, whatever version that was, was super passionate about. Okay. Um, and that ran for a couple years and it was really, really great. And um, I actually, around the time where I knew I, last year, um, was kind of my, uh, a turning point for me where Mm -hmm. I started having anxiety and depression and it was a really rough time. I'd never experienced anything like that. And I realized that, uh, a a change needed to happen. Panic attacks for me, I came to realize were a betrayal of the soul. I knew that God wanted more and different for me. And I, um, wasn't listening. And when you don't listen and when you're doing your will instead of God's will, um, right. I, I, I think he will continue to give you what a friend of mine is called God smacks, right? Like things that will keep happening until you, you either self-destruct or you make a change. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I, I will say now that's who I was. Uh, mm-hmm. now I honest to goodness, <laughs> I, 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 right before Dave passed, which was, uh, my, for those who don't know who Dave is, he was mm-hmm. my ex-boyfriend for two and a half years. Um, he and I still work together and we're best friends until he passed, uh, in February of this year, 2023. Um, but right before he had passed, I had said to him, I'm like, I, I, I have, I mean, it was November of 2022. It's I I'm taking a leap. I'm not going to have fear anymore and let all these things that I'm scared of stop me. And instead I'm going to trust, I'm going to trust God. Um, which I had never really done. I didn't, I don't even know that I knew who God was before then, to be honest. Okay. Um, and I, I'm going to do what I feel like my soul needs me to do. And I had read this really wonderful quote that had said, the universe will continue to remove things from your life that you place your value in until you realize it's not there. And I probably butchered the quote, but I, I things were destructing in front of me. Um, because I was choosing to not let go and to let God, right. To let flow, to let God. Um, and, and until when I finally let go of, okay, my values in my work, my values in my finances, my value is in how people see me when I finally decided to let go of that and just say, okay, I am a tool in God's hand. And I don't know what this means for business. I really don't. And I don't care if it goes away because Mm -hmm. that's not what matters. Um, and I, I was kind of held in bondage until then. Yeah. Uh, so now, who am I? <laughs> yeah. I? I am me, and I am here doing whatever is whatever feels right in the moment. And I will say that the only way I know what feels right and what doesn't is if I stay close to God every right. single day, Good. and I practice faith in something that truthfully is super hard. I have to practice every single day. Faith is a practice. It's not a thing that you just have. You practice it and you strengthen it and you grow it. Um, and, and by having that strength and faith, I feel great. The second I let it go, I'm kind of like, oh my gosh, you start to fear and go to the ways of the world again. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that's who I am. I am me. <laughs> I love that. I love that. So it's like this full surrender that you have done to him. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And then all about just like what I'm hearing you say is just to trust him. Like you are no longer trusting yourself, what you think you're just relying on him, trusting on him. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. and, and I mean, cause it's, and really it's like, I, for no other reason than I now know I've lived so much life in 41 years. So much. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been married a couple of times. I've mm-hmm. had a boyfriend that's passed away. I, there's oh. so much. I've had two sets of kids with two different husbands. I've been in a church, out of a church. I mean, my father's passed away. Like businesses have failed and grown and succeeded. And I've had it all. And it was at the point where I felt like I had it all that I actually realized I had nothing. Wow. Right. Because it's like, and I I heard something really impactful the other day in a sermon that was, Mm -hmm. um, what he had said is, you know, how we are our eternal perspective now our, our, our the, the perspective we have on eternity or, you know, I guess, yeah, the perspective we have on eternity dictates how we live our life now. And it really does. Like when you forget that, number one, like he had, the pastor had said in the uh, sermon, he said, we all have a one. There's nothing we know, no, no on this planet, except for that we will all die. That is the only thing we know. You know, yeah. Yeah. every single one of us will transition from this life to the next. And we live as if that's not the case. And I'm not saying we should live in fear, but I have had a major, almost existential experience realizing that holy crap like what i'm choosing to do today right is actually like it is a reflection of how i view eternity or don't mm. um there was a and speaking of the worry thing that you had just said i i just posted a quote on instagram i'm gonna butcher it it's not gonna be perfect um but the quote had said you know what we worry about most reveals what we value the most and also what we worry about the most reveals where we trust God the least. Right. And, and I think for those of us that have so much worry, it's like, Hey, we love that. It's like, yeah, that means that we value it. We value life. We value our kids' safety. We value our business. We value all of these things. And it's awesome because that's a sense of gratitude, but also we have to accept that that intense worry and anxiety is us not trusting God. Right. Yes. You know? Yep. Yep. Uh, that's definitely, it's not from him. That does not come yeah. from God. Yeah. And when you know, when you're able to know the difference for me personally, I used to have the worry, the anxiety, but knowing that it, that it's not coming from God, that's, yeah. I don't want that in my life. And it just kind of helps. Okay. Let's get back on track for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, saw, I saw that post that was super enduring. I loved it. You were just so open and Oh, thank you. Raw in it. And I think you had said, I think it was in that just this post today that this past January was the hardest season of your life, like up until that point, obviously. Um, yeah. And I believe you said like fear took over. Like, can you talk a little bit more about that? Of course. Yeah. Uh, um, so before that, the hardest season of my life was the last, <laughs> was, so I will say from January, 2022 to January, 2023, Mm-hmm. was the hardest 12 months that I'd ever experienced in my life. Oh, um, okay. I have historically had a pretty, I don't want to say easy life, but like even through hard divorce and death, and I've had a super optimistic perspective. 
And something about 2022 did me in. Um, mm. I was I was carrying for the first time a really heavy load in business on my own. I was not married, and Dave, my ex boyfriend, late you know boyfriend, was mm -hmm. a part of my business, but but only a part. He was a face in it, so I was carrying the financial load. I was the business. It, it was a lot. Dave was kind of like a character, right? Gotcha. Um, yeah. And and he was awesome. He was so helpful, but. I was inside of a relationship that um, was, it was difficult at the time because um, Dave was going through a lot of personal things and mm -hmm. I am, uh, I've had to battle being a fixer my whole life, yeah. right? And, and wanting yeah. to, thinking that I can heal everybody. Yeah. Um, and so that mixed in with the business thing, it mixed in with trying to be the best mom I could be with me running an event. It was hard like to me you know they say heaven and hell is a place that you go after you die i actually think you also can be in heaven or hell on earth and i that was probably the first year of my life where i felt like i was actually living in hell wow uh yeah yeah and and i trying to have smile through it and think hey if i just move and i knew like it was like my soul was speaking to me and God was speaking to me. And at the time, I didn't have much of a relationship with God. And I didn't know what I believed about anything. And I, because of that, it's funny, you end up taking on, when you don't believe in God, you end up almost taking on a God complex. Not that I am God. So I want to be careful how I say this. But the weight of the world was solely on me. I had no one to equally yoke with. Does that make sense? Oh, I had nobody. Perfect sense, yes. Oh, and so I, I and I didn't even know any different. So here I was for 12 months carrying not only my load, but the load of what Dave was going through, the load of my kids, the load of my business, the load of my community. And I felt like I was going to break. And I had this moment where, um, and, and gosh, at the time I was introduced for the first time to online haters. I didn't even know that they existed. Oh. Like I, I, yeah. I'm so oblivious. I yeah. just, I had no clue. And it was a really great experience because it helped me realize <laughs> that what people say really has no power unless you give them the power. But yeah. I, um, at the time in like June, I had a moment where there was a point in June last year where someone had, I think David asked me, Hey, what do you want your business to look like? Because there was so much focus on the worldly things, right? And that's what happens when you are not connected with God. You not most people, I, at least it relates for me and the people that I know, we turn to the ways of the world because we don't, we kind of lose sense for what matters most. And it was, everything was like, okay, what do you want for your business? And I remember telling Dave, I was like, he said, where do you want your business to be in 10 years? And I said, oh my gosh, I don't even care. Like, I don't like, not that I don't care, but I think the better question is where do I want my life to be in 10 mm. years? And it really set me on a path of, okay, when I am 50, what do I envision? Do I envision like what comes to mind? And I, right. I had the clearest picture. It had business and not one work thing popped up in my brain. Not what I did, not my, not even Interesting. at all. Yeah. My, my dream, like what kind of popped to my head? It was my family sitting in a home. I was in, it, I just having a nuclear family with kids and grandkids was what I envisioned. And so in my mind, I'm like, okay, are the choices I'm making today getting me closer to that or pulling me further away? And I was super clear that I love Dave. 
but my relationship with him was not in line because we, you know, lived in t- on two different sides of the United States. Yeah. And there was really, it was really hard over the two years with him at that mm-hmm. point, blending and creating a life, right? I like, I, I always wanted to build a life with somebody, I would tell him, not mm-hmm. build a business. And it, it felt mm-hmm. really difficult with circumstances. And so I could see the steps I needed to take, but I was so fearful of actually taking the steps because it meant letting go of a relationship where I had so much love and so much support and so much safety. Right. And it meant letting go of businesses that I knew were serving me in the moment, but weren't serving my long-term goal. It meant letting go of obligations that were not serving what the time I knew I needed to be spending with my family. And Mm. like, there was so much fear. Okay. What if I don't make enough money? I am like, I provide for my family. I am the breadwinner for my four kids and I. Right. Um, and so I heard everything. I heard the call and I ignored it. And mm-hmm. what happened is in July, August, I started having panic attacks that landed me in the hospital and wow. I couldn't figure out what it was. And I was in a severe, for the first time in my life, depression and anxiety. You've never um, had a panic attack before ne- up until then? Never. Oh, okay. I, I had no idea. I mean, like, for, I like, I thought I was full on dying. I had, it was the yes. black and like, I could not control my breathing. My heart was palpitating. It was like, I mean, 170 beats a minute. My hands were curling up. I actually had Dave calling 911 because I thought I was dying. Um, they, I ended up going to the hospital. I had the paramedics come and then I ended up going to the hospital the next day. Cause it was happening again. I thought they misdiagnosed me. And I spent a week in my room in the dark, did not do one work call. And I had a full team and community running at the time. And I still did not do one single thing because I ju- I was certain I was going to die. I went and saw right. a brain doctor, a heart doctor. I saw every doctor thinking they were going to tell me I was dying. That's scary. Um, yeah. And, and so I stayed in that, to be honest, for two months, a month and a half before I cracked open a book that my life coach had sent me called Jesus calling. And I was oh, like, this yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, this is really sweet of her to send this, but I'm never going to open it is actually what I thought when I got it in the mail. Cause I got it in August, right after the panic attack, she sent it as a gift. And I remember even talking to her and she's like, you need to connect with God. And I was like, well, I think I told her. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I don't, I don't even know what that means. We, I don't even know if God's real. Like it was just all of this. And it was actually cracking open the book, Jesus Calling, where I I read whatever was on the docket for the day. And it was the first time in, I don't even know how long, that I felt some peace with what it said. It was talking about how we live in an unraveled and chaotic world. And if we don't hold on to him, our energies will be scattered and unraveled too. And to feel peace by Mm. choosing to believe what I was reading I mean, it was like a little, little, little tiny spark, like a little yeah. bit of warmth that I felt. And I was like, I don't even know if this is true, but it actually, it made me cry. Aww. And it was just one of those things where I didn't care if it was true or not. I knew that whatever I felt that day in September um, felt better than anything I felt in a long time. And so it, I just came back to it over and Aww. over. And then I started playing around with, okay, what is prayer? Who am I even praying to? Am I praying to God? Am I praying to Jesus? Am I praying to my dad? Am I praying to like to nobody? Am I praying? 
well, who am I praying to? Okay, well, I can like, I started making sense of stuff. Okay, I can make sense of prayer because it's gratitude practice. I know that there's scientific evidence that says that practicing gratitude every single day does X, Y, Z for your brain. So it really, I started committing to, okay, let me try this for a week. Let me be consistent mm-hmm. with this for a week. Let me be consistent with my workouts for a week and deep breathing. Let me be consistent with, um, I joined a Bible study a couple months Aww. later. Yeah. And it, that it just grew and grew and grew and grew into this thing where I landed, you asked about January by January, I, I started making the really hard choices, including ending my relationship, deciding mm-hmm. to end my businesses in November. Okay. And it was, and even ending the relationship, Dave and I were still great friends because he just was such a good guy mm-hmm. and loved me so much, but it, um, it was super hard and Dave was woven into my business and, um, letting go of my business. It, it was really, but then I, that quote kept going through my mind. Okay. The universe or God will re- continue to remove things from your life that you place your value in until you realize it's not there. And so for me, re- like saying, okay, January, it was like, okay, I have three months left of savings. If I'm not going to be doing the business that I've known for so long and I end up with $0 in my bank account by April, what does that mean about me? How am I going to survive? And there was so much fear in January. And it, to the point where like, I was like, okay, it was like in and out of a relationship at that point. Cause there was fear in and out of business. Like, should I do it? And so it was all of those fears that I referenced in my post that had my life coach, the one who sent me the book, Jesus calling say, um, she said, okay, every single time you're saying fear, like I have fear of this, I want you to say, replace it with, I'm lacking trust in God about right. this. Yeah. And it was yeah. such an eye-opening thing for me. You know, the Bible t- says they, most Bibles <laughs> say, do not, the Jesus, the Bible says, do not fear 365 times. So I think of that when I'm wow. in fear, making decisions out of fear, like every day, God gives you a chance. Do not fear. Yeah. yeah. I love that. It's yeah. so good. I didn't know that. Yeah. And what I'm, when I'm hearing your story, I always picture like with my personal life, you know, you know, there's seasons where you're close to God. You're not, you're yeah. close, you know, you're going through things, but I just picture God just, he's just, he's the same. The Bible tells us he's the same. Yeah. He's, never cha- he's unchanging. Like he's just sitting there waiting for us. He's waiting yeah. for, you know, and I'm, I'm still here. I'm still the same, you know, like he's just patiently waiting. Cause he loves you so much. Just patiently yeah. for you to get that and giving you, you know, all those prompts too, to come. Yeah. To him. That's so cool. I love that. I oh, love that. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I love it too. It's been, um, and I, I, I am somebody who I decided as I was going back to church and really starting church for the first time, I'll say, because even when I was younger, I was religious and I went, but none of it rooted because I didn't have any application, any practical application or life underneath me. Right. Mm -hmm. And part of me coming back, I had, I decided I will never not challenge and ask. I think there's such a fear in any church, any religion, to challenge and ask, but I actually think inquiring and asking and understanding is a part of having it root in your life. It's oh, like, absolutely. there are no stupid questions. There are no things there's, there's nothing that um, shouldn't be asked. Right. Yes. And, Cause there's an answer for everything. I know that it's interesting because there's so many times we have to practice faith now 
But the reality is, I truly do believe that when we die and we're able, we know more, I believe that there is like actual science and physics to every single thing, everything. I really, truly do. It's not just, it's just our brains um, right now can't comprehend, right? Yeah. And we're, we just don't have all the pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. But I really, truly do think that there is a science to everything. Mm -hmm. That's good. I like that. That's really good. So from just with your walk with God, like how it's been evolving and changing and kind of coming back maybe because, you know, you did have a sense of who he was, I suppose, when you were a child. Um, And do you feel like there's more of the sense of freedom to, to know him, like a freedom in your life? That's a really good question. Um, and I'm actually going to say no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Compared to when I was a child, I'm going to say no, because when I was a child, ignorance was bliss. Okay. You know, and, and like, when I think of being a kid, I was so free and okay. to, to not, um, have all of the pieces and not to even realize that there are pieces that you need to not have life. There's freedom there. Right. But mm-hmm. that that's not real to keep that forever. It's just not like we part of our journey. I believe God brings us into this planet onto this earth, um, unknowing so that we can experience freedom and we can grow, um, without, uh, fear for a while. Okay. Yeah. And then, he starts unveiling pieces of the path that are really freaking hard. Mm-hmm. And with the pieces mm-hmm. of the path, it actually, we slowly bring our guard up and that freedom kind of goes away. Mm-hmm. Right. And it is like, that's where the fear creeps in. Um, now it's like, I have, I can't unknow what I know now from my past 40 years. I can't like right. the things that create fear, they still are there. Mm-hmm. I have to, and, and freedom exists when I choose to practice faith. So freedom exists when I choose to trust God, um, to practice, to have faith Mm -hmm. and to believe that there's more. However, I am constantly every single day, especially now because I'm so close to a death and I, and so Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just in this really interesting space right now where I'm present to reality Right. Um, that 99.9% of people might not see unless they have an experience like this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's up to me. I have to actively choose the faith slash freedom right. um, or the fear and the shackles creep in. So there's freedom if I choose it, but if I wake up and I don't choose it and I don't pray and I'm not thinking about it and I'm not reading my book, if I am not in it, mm-hmm. the, the shackles take over. Yeah. The fear takes over. So it's, they both exist. And it's funny because we, I've, I've gone so many years teaching balance, right? And the idea of balance is like, how do I work and how do I work out and be a mom and all these things? The reality for me, I'm like, I can't even believe I cared about that kind of balance because the real kind of balance that exists is balancing having meaning in life and understanding that we create our meaning, right? The balance is in like knowing the things that bring us fear and balancing it with God, but not leaning too far in that we lose touch with the life that we have to live right now. That is the balance for me. Mm. It's like, where do I, how do I stay with my feet on the ground in this world while also balancing all of the godly things, you know, without losing touch of what I need to do every day. Right. 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 Well, that just reminds me of a scripture. I don't know. I'm going to probably butcher it a little bit, but, um, 
where it says like, we're supposed to look different than the world too. I think of that. Can you say that? I'm like, well, we, you know, say that one more time. Like we're supposed to look different yeah. being a Christian, okay. you know, walking with God, we're supposed to look different than the world. So when you, when you talk about like a balancing, I get that. I get what you're saying, but I'm going to hit back on this freedom thing. Like the yeah. true, like a true freedom is only found in God. And it doesn't mean, like you said, you have to work for that every day, but you're not going to find a freedom in your job, even in no. your children. Like it's no. just a true freedom is only found in God. And it's does that true. make sense too? Okay. 100%. Okay. And it's also peace. Like peace is only peace. found there as well. Absolutely. And that's Yes. Like, and, and here's, here's the thing. I will say this, what's been so interesting to me and you are getting me in a very raw place. Hopefully in a year, I forget, I forget that I'm mortal and I can be a little less like <laughs> freaked out by all of this, but you are getting me in this place where I am like, we're all going to die. <laughs> we're all going to yeah. transition. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I, I also realize that like, uh, peace, it like, I, I know that the only time I feel peace is when I'm connecting with God. It, yeah. it just is right now. Yes. And so what's hard for me in this moment mm-hmm. where again, death is so close with right. somebody is how do I not jump into religion? Like it's a painkiller, right? That mm-hmm. has me ignoring my daily responsibilities and duties. And that's what I mean by balance. Yeah. Because I do know people that do that as well. Right. And that's okay. I don't judge anybody. Right. But I like, I've had this big thing too, where I'm like, man, none, nothing we think matters actually matters. It just doesn't. And mm-hmm. I can sit there and observe the world and see people racing around in directions and doing things that they think are important. And they're actually not because what's important is an eternal perspective. Right. Amen. And yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, how do I not just dive under a blanket and read my Bible or Christian books and pray all day? Right. Yeah. Because yeah. that's where I feel good. It's almost like a painkiller. I got to like step out and I, I get to what be... you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think too, I don't know, like, you know, is it with the Christian, like if you accept Jesus, you know, as your savior, that he, yeah. he's the only way to get to God. I feel like then, you know, you're saved and you can, you're, you're not expected, yeah. I guess, to, to be, I think the Bible, there's a scripture in there. I wish Chessa was here to help me with this but yeah. scripture in there that says like, it's not expected. Like we can't be that way because we're imperfect people. Yeah. And that's why we need God. You know what I mean? So yeah. like just, be rooted in the truth and in, in his knowledge and then, you know, live your life, I guess. Yeah. But know what yeah. the truth is by reading the Bible too. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I think that's so good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so has there ever been a situation that you've kind of, I don't know if the right word is like hid that you're a Christian, that you're a believer from, um, cause you're in the public too. Like I have, and I'm not in the public when people talk about it, I like cower down. And I, I don't like that. I'm like, why did you just do that? <laughs> you know, I'm trying to think, I don't know that there has been, not because okay. I'm saying I'm perfect because it's not it. I think I just, um, by nature, maybe I entered this public world way too open. Right. And that's mm-hmm. kind of a lesson I'm learning too. Okay. Like if I had gone to church, I posted it. If I didn't, I did. Um, oh, okay. I, so I never really did. And, um, I, th- I think too, for me, uh, because I'm 
such a present person, which is yeah. a good and a really bad thing sometimes because I have a hard time, you know, looking toward the future or living, learning from the past sometimes with my presence. But I, um, when something feels right to me, I only know to sit there and like preach it from the mountaintops to uh-huh. try and get people to join it. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is, I want them to I feel gotcha. the same thing that yeah. I have. So I don't know that I ever have okay it. but but the reason why is because i haven't always been and that's even to be on this podcast oh, and point. i know this is a bible mm-hmm. thing that's something where i'm like man should i feel embarrassed about that but the reality is it's oh, just no. real like yes. i have not been close to god for a, most of my adult life until recently yeah yeah and that's exactly why i wanted to have you on because a lot of people oh. are exactly in your shoes and i think oh, it's, thank it's really you cool. like i was you know i grew up in the church and then kind of fell away, you know, the coming back and you kind of have to realize what's important, but I I can wrap it up. You've given me a lot of your time and I so, so appreciate it. Um, but I just kind of want to ask you, you have a ton of energy. How do you unwind from all that energy? (laughs) (laughs) That's a really good question. You know, I don't really, that's it. Okay. 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 And I have to think about this. Okay. So I don't want to count working out as unwinding because yes, there's dopamine release. There's like a physiological benefit, but it's still, it's on my to-do list. Right. So that's anything that's on my to-do list every day. I can't count that. Um, You know, I would probably say connection with people is my unwind. Like I, and it's something that I have um, neglected a lot over the years because Mm -hmm. there's just been a lot of work and I've been in relationships. And so to be in a place where I'm not in a relationship Mm -hmm. and where I'm not putting hardly anything towards work, to be honest, I'm putting most toward my family right now. Um, I connection with friends for not work purposes has been the most beautiful thing. Yeah. Give your brain a rest. Yeah. 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 So would you consider yourself to be an introvert or extrovert? For sure an extrovert. Real okay. I, I figured <laughs> yeah. it was, but then like the connection with friends too, like the downtime. I was like, okay, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. You okay. know, I don't know. I'm sure we all have components of both. Like right. I need I need time alone for sure. Like I yeah. I think a lot of it too depends on someone else's energetic output. Like I have been I've learned over the years to be super picky about who I give my energy to. And yeah. if I you know, you can be with somebody in a room and have a conversation that's five minutes, but it feels like it drained five yes. hours from you. And yes. then you can have a conversation that's five hours and it feels like it gave uh, yeah. five hours to you. For and sure. so to me, that like, I think we all have the ability to be extra. We, we're all extroverts when we are around energy creators. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we all have a tendency to want to be introverts when we're around energy leeches because it exists. You that's know? funny. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. That's so true. <laughs> um, yeah. So do you have any kind of, I know you're like, I already went up through all this, but like any like special projects or anything that you're special that you're working on that's coming up that you want people to know? Oh about? man. Um, let me think. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest for the next, um, what month are we in May? So eight, eight months, the next seven and a half months, I have committed to not doing anything new. This is a massive uh-huh. step for me because I am, um, I'm a perpetual creator. I've always okay. had 15 projects at once. And right now I'm trying to 
allow um, space to be created so I can hear what God wants me to do. Gotcha. And so I still have my app, my fitness app. I still have my nutrition coaching company. I still, I, there's a lot happening. I still have my supplement company, but as far as um, new, I've, I've considered, I feel like a podcast is a thing that I need to do. That but, was going to be one of my yeah. questions yeah. for you. So you are kind of thinking about throwing that idea out there. Yeah. More yeah. because it's therapy for me to get for to sure. talk through things is really yeah. great. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. I consider that. And then with podcasts, you can make it however you want. You don't have yeah. to conform to any, any direction. Just be as you are. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Um, so another question I had too is, is there something that you want people to know about you? If there's any misconceptions like about you out there? Oh my gosh. That's such a good question. And the answer is no, because oh. I am okay. I, there's actually yep. a really great quote that I heard recently that I'm going to butcher. It's not even right. Okay. But they had said, um, like the reality is I don't care what people think about me because it doesn't matter. All that matters is what I think about me and God thinks about me. Yes. So People yeah. can think what they want and it doesn't affect me. It affects them because they have to live with whatever energy they're putting out. And however they feel about me is very likely a reflection of how they feel about themselves. Isn't we that all know that. Yeah. yeah. So to me, no, I, and I think so many of us spend our lives trying to control the narrative mm -hmm. of how people see us when you, it only impacts us if we let it. Right. But I heard right. a really great quote that had said, um, a true sign of growth is when you can, when others can have a misinterpretation of who you are or a misinterpretation of you and you are big enough, grown enough, evolved enough to not do anything about it. Uh, like let people have that misinterpretation because it doesn't say anything about uh, you. Yep. Yep. I know. So I love no. that. That's I mean, maybe just that I love everybody. And then they don't even have to believe it. It's up to them. And I'm okay with either. <laughs> and you're okay with either. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you had to write a book tomorrow, what would you write about? Um, I actually think my story needs to come out. Because it's a too. really I do too. heavy one and, and yep. full and bright and everything in between. Yeah, okay. I think it would okay. be my story because there's a lot that people don't know. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And then lastly, if you can just tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, yeah, I think the place I'm the most active right now, and it's still not a ton, but it's um, my Instagram. It's okay. uh, real Heidi Powell. And then, um, yeah, I think that would okay. be the best thing. My website is HeidiPowell.net. I'm not, I don't, I haven't, I, you know, this year has been a, a down year because I'm giving myself some space. So find yeah, You'll see what's yep. next. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And of I course. really appreciate appreciate your openness. I think yeah, this conversation. You. Yeah, it's just gonna read the right meet the right people who just need to hear it and draw closer to God and learn to rely on him the way you've been learning to and just kind of take a step out in faith. So thank you, Heidi. I really appreciate it. Oh, of course. Thank you so okay. much. It was so good to talk to you. Oh, good. Okay, All take right. care. Okay. Okay, bye bye. Thank you for joining us today. You can find us on Instagram or reach out to us through email. Our contact info will be in the show notes on our podcast page. We'd love to hear from you. Please let us know about any topic you would like to see explored and any questions that you may have. We look forward to seeing where this podcast takes us and we are beyond excited for this journey. And please subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode.